0: This is the Homestead Journey Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the pursuit of self-sufficiency, self-reliance, and sustainability. This is episode number 65 of the Homestead Journey Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Brian Wells. I am coming to you from 3B Farm and Homestead here in beautiful upstate New York. And once again, let me... Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here on the Homestead Journey. I know you could be doing a lot of different things, watching a lot of different content or listening to a lot of different podcasts, and the fact that you are joining me really is something that I don't take for granted, and so thank you very much. Let's jump right over to this week's Homestead Happenings, and I will bring you up to speed with what we've been doing here on 3B Farm and Homestead. Really, quite frankly, you will be hearing a lot of this over the next probably six or eight weeks, and that is that not a whole lot homesteading related is going on here on the homestead. Part of it is just simply the time of year, uh, being that we're in kind of the heart of winter. Uh, things have really slowed down here on the homestead. And for me, that's a good thing. As I've shared with you before, this really does give me an opportunity to lean into some things that I don't normally have time to do when I'm involved in gardening and harvesting and canning and dehydrating and all of those things that really ramp up kind of in the early summer through the fall, um, that busy, busy season on the homestead. And so a big part of the reason why I've shared, and I've shared this with you before, why I'm not a four-season gardener and those kinds of things is because I really do like to kind of lean into other activities during this time of the year. And so that was a big part of this week for me. I had some meetings with regards to some of the other activities I'm involved with, and we did some skiing and snowboarding this week. And so just really enjoying that time or this time of the year. But some of the homesteading things that we did this week is I got the uh, hams that I had in the salt boxes out and uh, got those hanging up as we're making homemade prosciutto. And so excited about that, was able to actually, with this pig, get both hams hung. So a couple of years ago when I I did this, I messed up the one ham and wasn't able to turn it into prosciutto. This year, at least so far, things are looking good, fingers crossed. And so I've got those hung, pulled them out of the salt box, rinsed them off. And then what you do is you mix up some lard and some pepper. Um, You can crack pepper onto it. Some people will also mix in some rice flour to make it a little bit more cakey. And you kind of smear that on the outside of it, which that will keep it from drying out too quickly. But it also, the, in particular, the exposed meat, um, it, it helps protect that. And so we'll let it hang for, I don't know, 18 months. And then we will see what we will get. I actually do still have the original one hanging in the basement. And I need to just cut into it. I just haven't done it yet. And so it's actually been hanging there for two years. we A little over two years, to be honest. We hung it December of 2018. So it's actually now almost 25 months that it's been hanging down there. So need to cut into that. But we did that this week. And then this week, I've also spent some time just perusing the seed catalogs. Now, I know some of you already have your seed orders in. And that's probably a great thing because as I... Heard this week, Baker Creek already has shut its website down once because they were so, uh, they had so many orders. And so, in order to keep up, they shut their website down. And so, I imagine other seed companies will be doing the same thing. I imagine that they're going to see an increased demand perhaps even over 2020. But at least, hopefully, this time they will be better positioned to handle it. And so, we will see um, how things go. But certainly, my recommendation to you and to me is not to wait until the last possible second to get your seed order in and so while i am enjoying going through those seed those seed catalogs i do need to kind of give myself a swift kick in the seat of the pants and uh kind of get my seed inventory done and then get that order placed because it won't be long and we will be getting some seeds in the ground particularly if you're more southern in the united states um, you'll be seeing, uh, you'll probably be starting some seeds here in the next, I don't know, maybe even less than a month. We're way out from that, uh, but still don't want to wait till the last minute and have all of you Southerners be stealing my seats. <laughs> all right. That's it for this week's Homestead Happenings. Like I said, besides just taking care of the pigs and the chickens and the ducks and the geese, those kinds of things, the daily chores, Taking it slow and easy here on the homestead and really enjoying the winter off. Before we get into this week's Charting the Course, if you are interested in supporting the show, you can do so in several ways. First of all, you can support the show simply by leaving us a review or a thumbs up or uh, you know, five stars, whatever, your favorite podcast platform supports, and that will help other people find the show. Secondly, you can support the show by sharing it with other people, with your friends, your family, even your enemies. If I drive you nuts, then uh, let other people know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, definitely, if you find a particular episode helpful, and, uh, you know, you find it inspiring, and you want to share it with other people, I would really Really appreciate it. And finally, you can support the show by heading on over to our website, thehomesteadjourney.net slash shop. And there you will find a link to our t-shirt shop where you can order some of our fabulous t-shirt designs. And you will also find a bunch of links to products that we use here on our homestead. And not only do we use them here, we like using them and we recommend them. And so if you buy through those links, a portion of that comes back to us and helps support the show. All right, let's head on over to this week's Charting the Course. Well, folks, what an absolutely crazy week it has been, at least here in the United States. We are a little over a week into 2021 Uh, As I record this, it's January 10th, and I think some of us are maybe already starting to count down the days to 2022. (laughs) Now, for those of you who are listening to this podcast in the future, just to kind of give you a little little bit of context, the week that I am recording this is the week that uh, some of Trump's supporters stormed the uh, Capitol building in D.C., This week was also the week where we had some Senate runoff races uh, in Georgia to determine control of the Senate. And we are still in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. And there was a lot of news this week with regards to the vaccine rollouts, maybe not going um, as smoothly as what people had hoped. And so social media has just been an absolute dumpster fire this week as a result of all of this. The debate on social media has perhaps been the most intense I have ever seen it. And because of everything that took place with Trump supporters, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram have banned him from their platforms. Google and uh, Apple Have banned the Parler app from their app stores. And now we've got people threatening to leave Facebook and Twitter for Parler and MeWe. And I'm not even sure what other options are out there. And it's just been absolutely crazy. Social media this week has just been off the rails, even more so than, well, what it usually is. So quite honestly, the chaos of this week, in particular on social media, but and the media in general, it's really caused me to reflect on my usage up to this point of social media and what my usage is going to look like going forward. And this honestly wasn't the episode that I had planned for this week, but it's really been all I can think about. Um, It's been what I've been really just chewing on this week. And so I just thought I would share some of my reflections, and we'll say ruminations with you. Now, while certainly politics does have a lot to to do with it, certainly over the last several years, there's no question that YouTube and Facebook in particular have been increasingly more hostile towards homesteading, In general, and perhaps in particular with regards to raising animals for meat, but they have certainly not been very friendly towards homesteading. And so, over the last several years, there has been a certain migration of people away from Facebook and, in particular, towards MeWe as a result. But because of all of this stuff that's been going on, it really has, again, this week caused me to rethink the role of social media in my life. And so today's episode is really going to be more of my talking out loud uh, as I try to determine my path forward. Honestly, I had more questions than I have answers, and I really probably will not end up with any kind of conclusion at the end of this episode. But I'm sure, in fact, I know that I am not the only person wrestling with this. And particularly as homesteaders, where we, to a certain extent, as a result of the lifestyle that we have chosen and where we have chosen to live, we sometimes feel a little bit isolated from uh, people in general. And some of us don't have mentors, you know, right across the fence or maybe even in our own town. Social media has been a big part of our life as homesteaders. And so just to walk away from that community is a very, very difficult difficult thing to wrestle with. And so on this episode, let's wrestle with it together. So here are my initial thoughts with regards to social media. Social media has its pluses, and it has its minuses. Via social media, you can learn and be more productive on your homestead or in your life. But social media can also be a distraction and a huge time suck. Via social media, you can make friends that perhaps you would never be able to make, but you can also lose friends very, very quickly. Via social media, you can be encouraged. But via social media, you can also be very discouraged. Via social media, you can be inspired towards greatness. But you can also be deterred from following your dreams. And certainly via social media, you can build community, but you can also be left feeling isolated. There are a few other things that I have found with regards to social media. It seems to me that social media has led us to a point to where we can no longer have mature conversations on difficult Topics and end up agreeing to disagree. We no longer, it seems, can disagree agreeably. On the political spectrum, obviously, we have the left right paradigm. And sometimes people on the left think that it's people on the right that have this problem, and people on the right think that it's only people on the left. Well, I will tell you, as somebody who is a libertarian and neither left nor right, that I have experienced this inability to disagree agreeably from both the left and the right. And I will also tell you that libertarians are not much better. Um, Libertarians can be ruthless one towards another. So certainly nobody, my point is that none of us are immune to it. And that's one of the things that I find so frustrating in the midst of all of this dumpster fire that's going on is that People want to point at the other side as being the problem, and nobody is willing to admit that perhaps they have been a part of the problem. And it's evident in the homesteading groups and forums as well. You know, you kind of have the vegans versus the meat eaters, traditional gardeners versus people who are no till old school homesteaders versus hipster homesteaders. And I mean, I could go on and on and on where we have all of this tribalism that is taking place in this us against them. And if you don't agree with me and you don't agree exactly with me, then you're an idiot, you're a moron, you're a knuckle dragger. And then we just start lobbying these names at people because instead of maybe perhaps using logic and reasoning, trying to understand where somebody else is coming from, or trying to help them understand where we're coming from. It's just a lot easier to say, well, you're a moron, you're ignorant, you're a knucklehead, and you just don't have the ability to comprehend what I and my infinite wisdom have to share with you. I'm tired of that. I am so tired of all of this tribal nonsense. As a result, what we're starting to find is that echo chambers are being created. I had one friend who, after the uh, events that took place at the Capitol, he was so proud that his Facebook feed did not contain anybody who was either sympathetic towards or in favor of what took place in Washington, D.C., and I thought, that's rather sad. What you have done is you have created a and curated a feed where everybody thinks like you do. And to me, that's absolutely sad. As I looked over my Facebook feed, I had people who were sympathetic towards it. I had people who weren't sympathetic towards it, people who were grossly in favor of it, people who were totally opposed to it. I had people across the entirety of the spectrum. And I liked that. I like the fact that it wasn't just a huge echo chamber. I don't think echo chambers are healthy. I think echo chambers in part leave us in a spot to where we have an inability to learn where other people are coming from. We start thinking that everybody thinks like we do. And the other piece to it is that there is no more a counterbalance. And so now you have extremism in just about either side politically, if you want to go with the left-right spectrum, or any kind of topic. If you want to get into homesteading extremism and, you know, veganism or extremism and meditarianism or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? When you don't have those balancing ideas, you end up with a pendulum swinging way out of whack. And so it leaves me really struggling with what to do. Do I quit social media altogether? I've really contemplated that over the last couple of of days. I hate to do that because social media in part helps me stay in contact with extended family and with friends. I'm blessed to be able to see my nieces and nephews grow up, even though they are very, very far away from me. I have nieces and nephew who live in Tennessee. I have uh, nephews and a niece that live in Alaska. And if it weren't for social media, I would not see as much of their life and their growing up as what I do. And my brothers and sister-in-laws wouldn't see as much of Brian Jay's growing up as what they do. I'm also in contact with a great number of my friends from my high school and college days. And those are friendships that I really cherish. But it would be very difficult for me to keep those connections if it weren't for social media. And so I hate to quit social media altogether. I also hate to quit social media because no matter whether we like it or not, social media has become a huge part of our culture and our society. And I really would like to think, and maybe I'm wrong here, (laughs) but I would like to think that my contributions to the communities I'm a part of are valuable, they're helpful, they're insightful, that perhaps they provide a little bit of balance. And if I walk away, is my sphere of influence being diminished? I also hate to quit social media altogether because I enjoy the positive aspects that I articulated. It's because of social media that I discovered the world of homesteading. It's through social media that I've been inspired to raise and grow more of our own food. It's through social media that I've made friends literally around the world. I found community via social media and hobbies like traditional wet shaving, politics, religion, and homesteading. And I enjoy that. I really enjoy it a lot. But there's no question at all that at times, and more often than I would care to admit, that social media has been a distraction and a time suck. I have spent far too much time arguing politics or religion or homesteading with people when maybe I should have been working on homesteading projects or community projects or making memories with my son and with my wife. I have lost friends, sometimes as a result of my poor choice of words, my poor attitudes, and sometimes because they simply couldn't agree to disagree. I have been discouraged by people who I thought were my friends. And quite honestly, I may have been guilty of discouraging people. And certainly I have allowed people who were no more than mere acquaintances have far too much influence on my happiness, on my contentment, and my joy in life. And so honestly, I'm not sure where to go from here. My inclination is not to leave Facebook, which is my primary social media platform of choice, for me, we, or to go to Parlor. While I have accounts on both, I'm not sure that I honestly have the energy to learn a new platform and try to develop new community. But beyond that, my fear is that what is happening is that huge echo chambers are being created. And quite frankly, I, as I said earlier, I have done my dead level best to curate a Facebook feed where I have different, differing opinions, differing thoughts, differing viewpoints on life. As you know, I am a fairly conservative Christian. I have friends on Facebook who are Jewish, Muslim, agnostic, Atheist and even pagan. Politically, I'm a libertarian. I have friends who are hard right. I have friends who are left. And I have friends all the way in between. On the homesteading front, I have friends who are hardcore, organic, non GMO. I have other friends who are a little bit more, well, we'll call them traditional in their approach. I have friends who are vegetarian. I have friends who are. Meditarian people all across the spectrum, and I enjoy having that variety of opinions. I like it, and so I have no interest in being a part of a social media platform that is slanted in any one direction. Now, to be fair, I do feel like Facebook in particular has been slanting more in a leftist direction. Politically. And so, honestly, it leaves me in a bit of a quandary. And I honestly don't have any answers. If you're wrestling with this, let me tell you this you are not alone. I think a lot of people are currently wrestling with this. I will tell you this much I do pledge to try to be a part of the solution and not to be a part of the problem. But right now, I honestly don't know what the solution is. If you've got it figured out, let me know. That's it, folks, for this episode. I hope you found this helpful. If you'd like to chat further about this, reach out to me via email brian at net, or by reaching out to me to, well, our social media accounts. The links are in the show notes. The music on today's episode, as always, is provided by audionautics.com, so a big shout out to them. And until next time, everybody, keep up the good work.